Hi, everyone. I am supremely excited for this deep talk with Taiba, a podcast where we will go into the deeper nuances of public speaking and communication. And today's guest is extremely special to me because he and I share the same mentors. I have done a few programs of Tony Robbins, but he has done literally all the programs of Tony Robbins, right from the Business Mastery Program to Date with Destiny to Leadership Academy, Unleash the Power Within Wealth Mastery. He's currently working as a life coach and a business coach. He has been Amazon's best-selling author. He is an assistant professor at Bits Pilani and a CEO of Yushu Excellence Technologies. I'm not sure if I pronounce it correct. Please <laughs> help me welcome our today's very, very special guest, Amit Dua. Thank you so much, Taiba. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to share the stage with you and uh, my experience with your audience. Thank you so much, Taiba. It's my pleasure and honor because, you know, we share the same school of thought that is Tony Robbins. Uh, and uh, I can't uh, wait to you know, explore our today's episode, which is all about how do you dominate the fear of public speaking? A lot of times when I talk to people in my coaching programs also, the first or the biggest roadblock for them is how do I manage my stage anxiety or that stage fear? And today we are going to break it down. First, we are going to go step by step. First, we are going to discuss why is public speaking such an important skill in business and in life? And second, we are going to go over why uh, is it important to manage your stage anxiety? And third, we are going into the how, because as Tony Robbins also says, 80% of the success is about knowing the why and only 20% is knowing the how. So why do you think that uh, public speaking is such an important skill in our lives and we should absolutely master it? Okay, so there are a few parts to it, uh, depending upon what you are working on. If you are a teacher, if you are a businessman, or if you are even a professional, like a lawyer or doctor, or even any serviceman for that matter as well, you are working for someone. So whatever you are working in, uh, public speaking, what public speaking means to me is that you are addressing a set of people that may be two, three, four, or maybe many of them. So when you're addressing that, that type of an audience, one thing is that uh, you need to make sure that all of them are engaged and all of them are understanding what you are speaking. Public speaking means whatever you are speaking, the response what they are getting is exactly uh, in line with what your thoughts you are conveying. So it, it doesn't mean that you have to be with a lot of pump and this and that, like Tony says, or neither you have to be as low as our prime minister, late prime minister, Shirtal Bihari Vajpayee. It, it, it may be anything. The idea here is that whatever you are speaking is conveyed properly and the team is with you. Uh, this is much, much more important for me. When we are speaking something, uh, we, we want to make sure that all of us are on the same page. Whatever motive we have, that motive is same. So it's, it's ultimately very, very, what I can say, the pivotal part or most important part in any information. Yeah. You're trying to say that your audience should be able to comprehend it because if you're trying to tell something, you're trying to inspire them and you're, they're going in the opposite direction. That means there's something fundamentally wrong about how you're expressing yourself, maybe content or delivery. So yeah. Uh, and you know, I was reading this book called Talk Like Ted and in which the author says that ideas are the currency of 21st, 21st century. The ability to share your ideas, speak well, is what defines how you are going to, you know, actually take up a lead in any field. 
we if as you said that if you're a businessman pitching your idea means you get that funding if you are a lawyer sharing and presenting your client's case means that you winning that case so in every field i think public speaking is something that we really need to master any other points that come to your mind yes uh, uh, one of the very important points is that when we are making a team it's it's very important when 1 plus 1 plus 1 makes more than 3 it should be either ideal it should be 1 1 and that happens only when all our energies are in sync with each other our motives are same we are for the team and later point of time we are for individuals as well so that point of time getting sure of the background what we are working in why we are working in and at the same time the the ideas are uh, much much so it's important to get to the relationship building as well uh, and and while solving the problem it's not that important to crush the problem rather it is more important that while we are crushing the problem the team gets stronger uh, as we are moving further so for that when we are speaking in public it's really important that what we are speaking we are uh, aware of uh, the message that is coming from the audience we are responding to that and we are flexible in order to adjust uh, how our message is being conveyed so that entirely the team is uh, formed uh, when we are speaking yeah absolutely i think i take one of the courses for managers that is communication for managers and when we start off we first go over the mistakes of communication because again uh when you are in a company you are not working by yourself you are not working in silos you have to work with a team and again communication is one of the fundamental fundamental pillar of leadership of team management building amazing talent retaining people because if you don't know how to give proper feedback if you go out there only point out to the mistakes and there's a way to even tell mistakes of people that is what i teach in my courses that there's a certain way first you have to not you just don't have to jump on your mistakes on the mistakes of the other person that will make him feel belittled so first you have you have to be smart of even when you are uh, sharing a feedback you have to be smart about it you have to be like okay these are some of the good pointers and then these are some of the things you can improve upon and i have so many friends who work in some of the best organizations in the world companies like google facebook all of these companies pay special attention that their employees don't feel belittled don't feel uh, you know as if they're not valued properly in fact one of my friend he went on to say that i feel that my manager literally pampers me because of the way he communicates so i think uh, big companies know this uh, very well that if you want to retain your employees if you want to build a company scale it to the next level you need good people and for having those good people you need good communication to hold those people so i think we have discussed good amount any other points that come to your mind any last notes that come to your mind yeah maybe i think that's more than fine for giving people a good start that uh... public yeah. speaking what it is and why it is important in whatever profession you're working in to and it, it's oh, and somebody will say why build a team uh in today's whenever we want to even impact someone we need to have a team in individually we can reach up to somewhat whatever we yeah. can and it's it's very important to be with the team uh, you can have one set of skills and when you are in a team you have uh, a plethora of skills with you and in order to influence the team in order to make sure that uh, your ideas and words are conveyed properly you need to speak up whatever you are thinking without any filters yes 
right transparency authentic communication not hiding your problems is very very important because sometimes what happens is in olden times it was said that you know when we were not uh, following a style of leadership that we are following now people used to hide their problems and those problems used to escalate and accumulate and snowball and therefore it is so important that even when the problem is about to begin the whole team is aware so that even before you know that problem escalates to the next level you are much more aware and you can take suitable measures to curb the problem right there and then yes uh, so now moving on to the next part why do you think is it so important to you know like dominate the fear of public speaking what are your views i have a lot of stories from my you know students that i've taught but yeah would like to hear from you Uh, so anything we are starting new, uh, we know that it's important for us. And uh, after this discussion, many people will think of uh, addressing a set of people. And whenever we are starting something new, generally there is a hesitation because uh, the mind will say that uh, there is we are chartering into a new territory, and now new means there is a risk, there is a fear, and uh, it's important that uh, to convince ourselves that we still have to go towards that. so overcoming fear is important for any new field we are trying even if it's we are starting swimming or we are starting to drive a car and once we know that it is so important for us fundamentally uh, it's it's i think uh, even to just get started uh, you need to be aware of what can go wrong and fear is one of them which may stop you from reaching your potential in at least public speaking right i think psychology plays a very big role 80% of success again as tony robbins says it is about the mindset if your mindset is full of limiting beliefs that you can't be a speaker or no matter how many times you go on that stage a lot of times people believe that you can either have good public speaking or you don't there's no midway like they feel that amazing speakers like martin luther king and all these people they were born with great skills hardly do the people know that no that they were not born with these skills they actually uh cultivated those skills they polished themselves and went on to their that level recently you know a few months back i was talking to one of the ted coach tedx coaches and i was just curious about how many times a tedx person just uh, you know rehearses his speech and what he told me was very very uh, intriguing uh, would you like to guess the number how what is the average of how many times a tedx speaker rehearses his speech i think it would be no less than 10 i think it would be no less than 10 <laughs> no less than 10 it is around 300 to 400 times yeah which is like you know looking at those speeches which are so free flowing and so amazing and charismatic you feel that you know uh you know that's the kind of practice those people undergo that that's my point that you know when i was actually interviewing these people i was also thinking maybe 10 20 50 100 times but when i heard the average is like 300 to 400 times some people even go up to the extent of you know rehearsing their speeches 600 to 700 times and you know when people say wow that speaker is a wow speaker i actually feel that look at the amount of work that that person has put into so even those people who are speaking on tedx platforms if they are practicing these speeches so many times then i think everyone you know because 
a TEDx speaker generally is an expert in his area, in his or her area. And, you know, he might have given speeches a couple of hundred times at least. And when on the top of that, he is, you know, practicing so much, then I think people who are just starting off, they should understand that nobody is born with, you know, great public speaking skills. It's a big myth that, you know, okay, you have it or you don't have it. And this is also one of the factors, like in school, we were not taught uh, I remember when I was in school, there was it used to be the saying that some kids are more brighter and maybe some kids are definitely brighter because of the genes and all those factors. But, you know, they distorted one fundamental and a very big concept that, you know, if you keep polishing yourself, if you have a growth mindset, then you can actually ace any area of life. Yes. Have you had those, uh, you know, the wrong notions about any field? Yes, uh, I think one experience I can share it with, I shared with many of my team members as well, whom I am working with. Uh, when I started first in Bitspilani, uh, where I'm working currently as an assistant professor, I was given a lecture on computer programming. That's a very uh, basic course. Everyone has to go through it. And my class was having uh, 400 students on the first, first day. After that point of time, uh, my thinking of teaching whatever I knew of, I just completed my PhD and gone towards in that big hall. Uh, it was a bit nervous for me, uh, although uh, I, I won't say I was underprepared, but I was underprepared for the experience I will be getting on the stage. So there was all sort of fears going on. Somehow or other, I sustained for 50 minutes. And very soon after four lectures, my strength dropped to 50, the number of students who were there. And now it was a bit disturbing for me. From 400 to 50, it was there in every class, the rate of uh, drop was a bit high. So uh, I did all those things, trying to work around, learn all the programs, write up everything on the board, uh, distribute whatever we're answering, chocolates and pens and everything, just to make sure that people are retained in the class. And whatever possibly I felt that I could motivate them, I did it. And after a point of time, the, the number was stable and the number was only 25. And that 25 was a peak after a couple of weeks time. There was a sustainably 20, 25 to that people for the entire four or five months were there. Even I did something more uh, with uh, my, my, my team members who are uh, my seniors here in, in Bitspirani as assistant professor. What they said, I, I thought they will tell me that, Amit, you need to prepare like this. You need to speak like this. You need to tell like this. And I was very fortunate. One of the faculty members said that, you know, first time when I went in the stage, uh, by the time I put the pen drive, half of the class went away. So you were still lucky that till the first lecture, oh, they were still there. And after a period of six years, uh, you have to be there on the court. Just like when the cricket pitch is there, it is in the morning, it is very wet and moisty and all the balls are hitting on the face, nose and helmet and everything. Sometimes you just be there on the pitch, be there on the pitch, sustain there, take every ball at a time. And by the evening, the pitch will be dry, sun will be on, and then you can hit sixes after that point of time. So it's very important to be there on the field as well. Uh, wow. So this, this, this is something which my experience was there. I could have left uh, then and there itself what is going on. Uh, I am not even able to connect to what <laughs> 50 people itself in the lecture. But fortunately, after a period of time, I was there, there, there. And that was something which has allowed me uh, to gain the joy of speaking after let's say five years and now it is getting more and more yeah. that's a very beautiful story i think uh, we can all take away this lesson that you know what people underestimate estimate is people 
overestimate what they can do in a single year and they underestimate what they can do in a couple of years like in a span of 3 years and your story is a beautiful example that you know if you stay at it you're going to crack that skill that you're after and i think a lot of people when they don't see those hikes in their learning they get disheartened and at times you know when we are putting a lot of effort sometimes our you know skills sort of in, instead of increasing they sort of deteriorate i was going through this book uh, by dale carnegie in which he mentioned that you know when new speakers come and start speaking and they are putting all their efforts instead of increasing this you know the audience members don't like them and they sort of deteriorate but after a point of time you know it's see learning is not a straight curve there are there are detrails in the learning you go up and then down and then after a point of time you actually keep you know after a certain point of time till the time you have not reached the type is just like reaching on the top of the hill so you it takes indeed a lot of hard work you slip sometimes you fall down but then if you just keep moving up 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 there's no way coming down i think the story was a beautiful example now we will get into more about uh, how do we actually tackle the fear of public speaking so yeah amit what are your takes how did you manage the first was very powerful stay at it some other techniques that can help people she mentioned delkanegi i remember his book how to influence and influence people i think it is in second or third chapter he mentions that Uh, the best way to overcome fear is to face it <laughs> if you are if you are if you are having a fear of public speaking just go ahead and there are multiple books uh, which speak about their experiences like when i am talking to you initially initially uh, when i'm talking when any stranger is a lot of resistance there what will happen what will we speak like we are having this as well there were a lot of inhibitions there just go ahead with it if you are having a fear that means uh, just listen to it. if it is good for you just go ahead for that so the best way to overcome fear is do it just uh, just yeah. do it as nike says just do yeah. it and uh, this is one thing which i recollect and that has helped me a lot uh, whether, whether in my running or whether in any field or exercising whatever i'm learning and there is always a fear always always and it's very natural as well that uh, mind says that you are you are going to uncomfortable situation that may go around here and there as well after a point of time when you have done too many uncomfortable situations your level of being uncomfortable is okay but in the starting you have not been uh, taking any decision at all for yourself so that is very natural your mind will go into a sense that oh i was safe i was comfortable i was relaxed now you are making me disturbed but for soul it is very important to have a learning experience so it's it's very important for you as a person as well to take uh, those fears and just go ahead and and enjoy those experiences and this reminds me of one more story of you know there's a there's a world champion and i don't want to name that organization there's a very big organization about public speaking okay let me name it and i think people will connect more so toastmasters international i am not going to name the speaker but he is one of the world champions so uh, when he started off so he wanted to be a world champion of public speaking he tried for a couple of years for 5 6 years he tried he went on to the world stages but he was still not able but he did not give up for 20 years imagine this person for 20 years he kept going to competitions after competitions after competitions and finally he became the world champion so i mean that just speaks about you know people are swayed by the glamour and the glitter of how people win 
they don't see they forget to see the struggle behind it okay all the things that did not go right in his day so i i'm i really love to cherish those stories because those are the real stories of inspiration they actually tell you the real path of you know how something takes place and you know mel robin says this very amazing thing about you know uh converting fear into excitement you know i teach this in my class also when i'm uh, taking a class on public speaking how do you convert your fear in excitement so if you see fear and ex- excitement these are both if you see the physical traits they're same when you're fearful and when you're excited you're sweating the butterflies in your stomach your heart rate goes up and you know blood is rushing through your body you are in a very amped up state physically because you know there's a lot of uh, you know uh, adrenaline rush that is going on in your body and the same happens in excitement but what separates fear from excitement is a mental state when we are fearful we shrink we go in that fight or flight mode our cortisol level that is the stress hormone level it rises and all of a sudden we start feeling uh, fuzzy in our head as if we can't uh, you know make proper decisions our decision making goes down that is what happens because the mind is feeling that it cannot take the, take up the challenge it it has lost uh, you know it feels that it has lost even before the struggle or whatever the journey was but when you are sitting on that roller coaster ride imagine you have the same symptoms the same things you're feeling the same but you're still i remember recently i went to a, an exhibition and i sat in that uh, you know swing which was a 360 degree swing so what happens was literally we our bodies were totally reversed when we want we went on the top and you know for a minute i was like when i sat i i was shouting please stop it please stop it please stop it i was literally i was sitting with my sister and i was like literally yelling on the top and um, you know there were so many other people i could hear there was a girl sitting uh, behind us and she was also yelling a lot and you know we were like imagine you know going in that uh, uh Three sixty degree swing where your body is just reverse and you know you're just like you are you are being thrown up and down for a couple of minutes. Though we just sat there for like about five to seven minutes, but it was like a lifetime. It seemed like a lifetime of adventure. And I why I'm sharing the story that you know this is what happens, you know. But my sister said, my sister said one thing. I just hold my hand, hold my hand, and you'll be just fine. and close your eyes and just <laughs> and just make noise and just don't feel afraid and that's what i did a lot of time when you face fear what people tell is oh think positive oh or don't uh, don't even acknowledge the fear i think that's the worst advice that's given because if you don't acknowledge the fear it is going to be even worse so the first thing is when you are actually experiencing fear just acknowledge it okay yeah i am facing fear but i can retrain my mind that's the power i have i can whisper things that can help me be a better speaker so imagine now imagine in your head that you delivering that speech an amazing speech how will you feel will you feel excited will you feel a sense of appreciation what will you feel 
and then you know also feel that uh, uh, also feel the excitement of uh, you know what how the audience would be cherishing your stories or the things that you are telling how they will have a great time by your speech once you have it properly once you visualize it on a big giant screen in your mind and you keep doing it that the audience is applauding for you and you know you keep doing it so many times so much so that it becomes like a switch in your head it becomes an anchor like tony robbins says it becomes an anchor in your head that you can turn it and turn off so i think that one thing when you acknowledge your fear and rechannel it into excitement instead of feeling fearful you say hey i'm excited i'm excited to share so many amazing ideas with audience i'm excited because i am going to change the lives of people through my speech i'm going to go there and serve people when you have these thoughts and when you start seeing your audience most importantly as not strangers as not people who will judge you but as friends and family members then your entire way of looking at that crowd changes now every time i'm going and sharing a stage and if somebody let's say some you see somebody who's having a question or cynicism just acknowledge that person there and then i see you having a question would you like to ask there and there when even before he was about to you know uh, have cynicism or whatever you just killed it because you know you acknowledged it absolutely absolutely yes yes you're right so, so uh, in in one sense uh, when we are having certain fear it's good to have a certain template so initially what what the fear is when you are on the stage hardly one one and a half minute is one thing if you if you are there handled if you have a script there then then it's there one of my trainers as well uh, blair singer uh, blair singer sorry he was also having he trained me how to handle first uh, one one and a half minute and why i'm saying that there is something which is important that you also mentioned having a relationship with the audience if they feel that you are genuinely there having a good rapport with them you are there for them and you are connecting with them and they feel that you are one of them or like them then definitely they will participate a bit more they will put a uh, open ear to what you are saying so the template goes like that initially when you go there you introduce yourself in a one or line and then you ask some some question random question and that question generally is like i ask you have you had a glass of water in the morning so when you are saying like this the other people will also say that. so they naturally feel that some of them will say yes and then you ask the opposite question how many of you have not had a, even a single glass of water since morning and now all of their hands have been up once you ask similar question how many of you have had uh, a healthy breakfast in the morning or some breakfast in the morning someone will say how many of you have not had any breakfast so this was one of the template that makes them uh, clear and then you also tell them not more than three points how they are going to impact and in that way they are clear that uh, we are having a environment which is friendly for learn we are in a fun environment as well and we can learn yeah after point of time it's important that what we are going to learn is also going to impact our life and who we are is supporting what uh, we are going to learn as well so everyone has a sense of feeling that who we are apart from what we are doing and ultimately the person who is speaking is is also an experienced person not only he has implemented himself but has helped others to uh, improve in whatever the person is speaking and also at the same time there are many things which the speaker needs to acknowledge as well it's not you or the person the surroundings as well does impact others as well so if you having a set template that gives a good rapport gives yeah. a good relationship with the audience 
and if there are certain fears it's uh, it's very good to have a coach public speaking coach like you that can help you handle those experiences in a better way ultimately we know that the experiences in itself doesn't make anything it's yeah. what we give the meaning, meaning ultimately stays with us yeah. so having a person who is having a better experience has gone through the same life as you has improved himself herself and has improved others in that area like you are improving in public speaking so whenever some person is going through that initially having that experience and realizing the meaning would be uh, i feel that giving a different uh, meaning of uh, the journey that going through exactly i think whatever meaning we give to our brains it you know uh, we are able to color our experiences through our reticular uh, activating system uh, you know a study was done about from people that you know how do they see their childhood and because of negativity bias people who had a lot of negativity bias and most of us have even those people who had an amazing childhood they only remember those incidents that were bad they did not remember the amazing times their parents they were all from happy good families no separations happened in their family even those people remembered those incidents similar to those who had a lot in their life you know they were not having good upbringing so i think the meaning that we give to our experience is more important than the experience itself i think every time you give an empowering meaning even if you failed a speech don't give it a don't assign it a meaning that you're a failure assign it that you're a hero that you went out there and still after that fear after whatever was happening with you you still went ahead and gave that speech and uh, one more thing that i think uh, we can all do is you know making our body ready like you know doing deep breathing exercises take uh, you know when you take a deep breath and you know exhale through your mouth and when you do it couple of times it expands your lung capacity and you're able to be more confident and your lungs play a big role in your speech so you know having a good uh, uh, breathing system having good deep breaths it really helps you other thing that i think we can all do is a light stretch a light stretch sort of energizes you puts you in a good mood and you are like set and ready for your speech along with that as i mentioned earlier the visualization exercise every time there's a fear just try to visualize it into a state of excitement imagine how imagine one time in your life when you were extremely excited what was that uh, you know that time like that moment like try to relive that moment and try to have those moments again anchored to you even now so when you do that enough number of times i think uh, that really helps you overcome a lot of your fears and as you said the most powerful point that you know just uh, when you when you stay at it no matter how bad things go if you stay stubborn that i am going to go back again and again and again then there's nothing in the world that can stop you from becoming a great speaker from acing your speech and i think with time we sort of it's just like you know for the first time when you're learning to code or do anything as you said there is a psychological fear but when you do it enough number of times that fear automatically goes away because you know the camera or that stage becomes your friend instead of your foe so i think we discussed some really really amazing uh you know pointers today any last things that you you want to say amit yeah so if you think about anything you are good at uh, if i think about anything i am good at right now maybe maybe tennis i am good at or any any particular skill i am good at there is 
there is always have been a coach who has helped us it's never have been individually it's not hit and trial that works right there are 2000 or 2 billion or whatever different possibilities we can try it out at max we can learn what to do but we can never learn the process of learning that we have learned so that's where the coach is very very important uh, up to ourselves it's one level we can learn everything may be given in the youtube lectures books everything but still a personal guide for whatever you want to see as a very important thing you want to experience it's best to approach a professional that can help you guide you where you want to become best so this this has helped me tremendously in my life since i had uh, my personal coach last two years ago there was a different curve before that and there was all to other different curve after that point of time it's not that the experience is what what i'm feeling is different but the depth of emotions that i'm experiencing about myself and about the world i know of about the people i know of anyone towards the public speaking as a whole which is also important i really seriously uh, recommend people to have a person who has been through that particular process has become someone and has helped others to uh, get there is is really very important whatever field you are going through and public speaking is is no exception here as well awesome awesome and i think one point that really touched my heart was the fact that you can know all the things that you have to go right to do the right way but a coach is the one who tells okay this is you know these are some of the wrong strategies or bad strategies that you should you know avoid so i think what to do a lot of people know and there's a lot of information outburst today do this do that but what they don't know is what not to do how not to be when you are out there delivering those speeches so i think this is a very very crucial point that you brought up thank you for this lovely lovely uh, you know interaction loved every bit of it learned so much from you uh, and looking forward to many more collaborations thank you amit for Uh, being here and please follow amit i will leave his profiles and everything in the link below please follow him on all the places and yeah thank you so much sir thank you for uh, having me here have a good day my pleasure take care everyone have fun keep learning keep growing and keep going out of your comfort zone